met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. episode of Subconscious Realms. I'm your host, General Lee. And for tonight, we have undoubtedly, in my opinion, the most intriguing podcast that has ever and will ever be. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome New York patient and looks of the phenomenal, the elite level, the occult rejects. Now then, gentlemen. Yo, yo. Hey, hey. Hey. Sorry, we, uh, we're... We we're not elite enough to get the uh, the intro perfect though, so that <laughs> we win some, we Fucking lose some. Oh, so, you know, you know what the funny thing is too is that like I have uh, an extra computer really that I, I don't even use, and it's actually better than this. But I mean, it's it's not mine, but I mean, I couldn't use it. It's really just collecting dust. I've literally thought about just using that for when I do my lives. Because with StreamYard, I just got to go in. I don't need an app anyway. I just got to yeah. type in StreamYard.com. I might actually start doing that because at least I know that, that it will work fine because there's nothing in it and it never gets used. Yeah. 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 Me. I'm like, this uh, thing, I cannot use it for two weeks. But because of the programs I have just sitting in there, it will fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why not, mate? Like you said, if it's, if it's there, comes in yeah, handy like that. About yeah, I keep forgetting about that. But that's besides <laughs> the point. So, well, oh, how did it start? I tell you, uh, last week's uh, roundtable we did looks uh, busting open that lid on the the old eighty uh, Skinwalker Ranch. I tell you what, mate, but I did not realise. I mean, yeah, I listened to the you know, your latest uh, series. It was just it was phenomenal, oh, unbelievable, but. Um, with having those documents, what he sends us, it's sort of, uh, you know, it's fucking hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah. That, that. And I mentioned it a little bit to you last week is, you know, we, on the occult rejects, we do tend to cover uh, exposing secret societies, exposing certain. Or, or even just de-occulting the occult to, so, so people can see what the occult is really about instead of like yeah. what, they're, what they're told just through the media and just rumors and, you know, stuff like that. Um, we've covered a lot of dark subjects. And this one, when I got to these documents, it, I was even texting NY about it. I was like, bro, these, these are bad. Um, so we, did, we got a chance last week to cover half of them. And uh, hopefully we'll get over uh, the last half tonight. But uh, these are explosive. And I think that the general public would be way, way, way better off to see what is being done behind closed doors besides 
what we're being told of, of this being like some type of just random ranch in the middle of, you know, Utah where they're doing these skinwalker experiments. But in reality, the documents say something way, way different, you know, for sure, mate, for sure. Um, I guess, I mean, I still find it hard to believe that they're actually getting away with it. Um, and do they actually know what it, uh, fucking hell, man. It's really bad. Yeah, it's really, it's yeah. really bad. It's really bad. I mean, it's like, I mean, if just for example, here, just throwing out CERN and what's going on at CERN, uh, to me, uh, this is probably, uh, just my opinion, I'm no expert. This is more nefarious than what's going on at CERN. Just my opinion. Um, but again, I'm no expert. Yeah, and they all sort of have a different, uh, you know, CERN has their one job. And then Skinwalker Ranch and the people revolved around it, they have their own job something like we've pointed out before in the podcast that what it seems like we're uncovering at this point is a giant syndicate of people who are interconnected who have different roles to perform in this you know sort of spider web of um occultists that are also trying to hide the occult from the public and so they veil this uh occultism behind things like science so in reality they're oh at CERN they're they're looking for the god particle okay they're not they're looking at you know things that are way deeper than that it's at skinwalker they're trying to say oh we're looking for this mysterious mythological creature that's in indian like lure Uh, no it's something way deeper than that so they give us sort of like the flavored down version of what they're really doing in order to get funding from from governments and things like that um but also keep the information that they find during that research to themselves and nobody else yeah yeah uh, i mean you know when uh bigelow all, all the bees it was the uh what's happened to all that research it's inaccessible <laughs> and something that uh ny and i were talking about is so, okay, so Fugel currently has the Skinwalker Ranch, all right? So we found, uh, New York Patriot at least, he found all this different uh, documentation of these different Mormons that were involved in Skinwalker Ranch. And while that might seem like not something big, um, when we kind of broke it all down in the Skinwalker series, you can see that it's a concerted effort, at least in my opinion, um, of mormons to maybe like prove their belief system uh by doing this type of research but you know it's 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 way different than what they say and um it's it's um it's just been shocking like i i, I couldn't believe what we found really no it's um it's 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 like something out of um it's, i'd say science fiction this is beyond science fiction yeah, I know, uh, Lux, if you remember correctly, I think I brought it up. Maybe I, I can't remember the names. Maybe you might know, or at least you could uh, probably say you saw the same thing. Um, Eric was saying in the chat that they also did change it to, I think, a UAPTF 
or an unidentified aerial phenomenal task force. But besides that, there is also things that I've noticed that they will play uh, around with neither the word aerospace or aerial. Like there was one of the A's I have seen played with to where I think that if you go to ask for certain stuff under this name, you won't find it because it's actually under that name, which is a little different. Like there is different very yeah, if there's a couple of different variations of how a tip actually is broken down to well and that's a really good point too because for the majority of the public right when we were trying to get the FOIA documents about what the government knew about ufos people were using the term ufo but in reality that term was long outdated and so any documents that people were requesting about ufos it's not going to come back with much because they had already switched the name to a UAV, which was a unidentified, yeah, unidentified uh, aerial uh, vehicle or something like that. So they, they constantly change the names. They change the project names so that the public only should they get wind of it. They're only going to get a very small set of documents because like NY said, they're always changing names. Um, and if you misspell yeah. one wrong thing, you're never going to get those documents. Yeah. I like if you were to probably like if you were just to throw in Google a tip and like go through like just tons of whatever articles that might pop up in, which you'd probably be surprised. It's probably mentioned in regular newspapers. Uh, you probably if you look through enough of them and paid attention, you might actually start seeing how like, you know, at one point it might be aerial or aerospace and another. You will notice if you look enough, there is different ways that it's spelled. And I think that's done on purpose too. Very bizarre. Yeah. Very bizarre. Yeah. Well, that's even like the whole thing with what when, when Lux uh, was trying to get us uh, was that Chani thing. I oh mean, yeah. That that, that again. I mean, we, uh, I'm pretty sure it exists. It's probably we weren't asking for the correct name that they would have it listed under as. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when I requested those documents too, I, okay. So the way that I had to request those documents is go through uh, AFCOM, which is like, you know, United States military African command, because those are the ones who had had that project under their name. When I reached out to them, they more or less were like, Oh, well, what do you mean exactly? We're having a hard time finding these documents. And so then I so I have responded with like a broad statement of saying I'm looking for any documents that are associated with the search name Project Chani, C-H-A-N-I. Now, this was a project where they claimed that they were having communications via a computer with some off-world entity. Um, and it's, 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 I can't prove that this is a real... And I'm not going to make that claim. I can't prove that this was a real project, but from what I've gathered, there's a lot of fishy things around it. But yeah, they were getting uh, off-world communications with this entity using computers. And and then when I requested the documents, that they suddenly were not were they weren't there. That didn't exist. So, yo, even if that stuff isn't going on, but somebody's trying to, or thinks it's possible, that's serious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even have to actually really be real. It could be uh, it could it could be real in the sense that they're trying to do it. That's still fucking scary. Oh, do you mean like so it's like a work in progress type thing? I'm just saying, like you never know, like like yeah. you know, if, if they it's, don't, mate. No. You know, like like I'm saying, it may not be true. It could just be bullshit. But like, even if that is uh, something that's not happening, but they believe could 
and are trying to, that's still yeah. even scary too. It is, it is. Um, I mean, it speaks for itself. I think because of the nature on how the, the, the approach in this, I think anything's possible. Yeah. And like the way that I like to think about it is, okay, let's transport ourselves back in time. Let's imagine for a second, okay, that we had computers uh, with the, you know, Freedom of Information Act that was accessible during the 1960s, right? And you go to type in MKUltra and you're requesting those documents. Even though that's a real program, they're never going to give it to you. You misspell one wrong thing. They're never going to give it to you because they want to make sure that the public doesn't know this information. Um, and they're going to just, they're going to use every technicality, everything to make sure that we don't get them unless you press them hard enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fully agree with you there, mate. Um. So, yeah, when it comes to the, the Skinwalker Ranch stuff, okay, so you have Bigelow, and I, this is really bizarre. I've heard a lot of different podcasters talk about Bigelow. And uh, some podcasters are saying, oh, well, you know, Bigelow was there for a good reason. He was there trying to figure out what was going on. I've even heard some podcasters say that he didn't, that he didn't receive outside funding from the government, which is blatantly untrue. He absolutely did. And now on the recent, uh, the most recent episode of Skinwalker Ranch on the History Channel, okay, the new owner, Fugel, who bought the ranch from Bigelow, is now discovering that there seems to be this entryway into the, the this part of the Skinwalker Ranch that was previously blown up and covered up. And, I mean, to me, I feel like that that's all of, uh, like a psyop for them to try to make it seem amorphous. Like, oh, Bigelow and Fugel, they haven't had more communication. They don't, they don't, each one of one of them knows the full story, but the other one doesn't. And I just can't buy that at all. Oh. I think it's all a show. That's, yeah. that's something that bothers me with the show is how they, you know, yeah, it's like as if Fugel like is totally oblivious to anything of Bigelow. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. I like think they're portraying how they're like, now they're acting like they're thinking that Fugel that Bigelow, you know, according to the show, might have been digging shit or had a tunnel or knew of a tunnel in the ranch and might have, you know, did stuff to maybe close it off. And like, you know, Refugal's uh, unfolding, you know, what, what did Bigelow try to hide? Like, get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. Right. You know, stop, play, stop playing stupid, man. You both know what the fuck's going on. And in the last couple of episodes, they've had people who were working for um, NIDS and ATIP and Bigelow, and they're coming on the Skinwalker series now. Yeah, John Alexander on and some other guy recently. Yeah, too. Alexander, and then the former security guard for uh, Skinwalker while Bigelow owned the ranch. Now, he comes on the show. You, it is, we would be absolutely stupid to think that those people would come on this new show if they were working for Bigelow 10, 20 years ago, whatever, they're coming on the new show that they didn't sign an, an NDA, a non-disclosure act from Bigelow that was like, yo, look, you, you can't talk about some of this stuff, um, but here, you can go on the show and talk about this certain stuff, and we're going to make it seem like, you know, you're doing this on your own accord, uh, but we're not, you can't go into everything that we know about what happened on the ranch during yeah. Bigelow's ownership. Yeah, yeah. It's... Um... 
I mean, the setup is really, really strange. Um, why? What's what's with all the, uh, the, the secrets? Um, I can understand. Yeah, money, definitely, mate, definitely. I can understand it to some um, extent, but what is the actual uh, extent of what they want us to know? I don't think they want us to know anything. I mean, if they yeah. think of how much digging you've done, you've both done to get as far as you've got. Uh, if it wasn't for you, nobody would know. Nobody. I, I, at this point in time, the only thing that I can come to the conclusion is that Skinwalker is a special place in the sense of it being a uh, a phenomenon that happens there, but also happens at other places around the world. Egypt, you know, uh, pyramids of Giza, yeah. um, Gobekli Tepe, things like that. These different, possibly Jerusalem. Yeah, these different sites that have some type of connection to neighboring dimensions where like the veil between our dimension and the next one is a little bit thinner. And yeah. so they're able to do experiments with what they even describe on the show as being called wormholes or portals. So they're talking about things passing through these different portals. So we started at the whole thing where they, they were trying to tell us, oh, it's just a Native American phenomenon where they said that, you know, these different witch doctors, they could uh, turn into these skinwalkers. So that's where we started. And now we're ending up on portals. It's like they're releasing truth and lies at the same time. And the entire process, they're making money between convincing you, one, that it's a skinwalker, which is just this Native American thing, to now this being a whole different phenomenon which is this giant portal that opens up in the sky we're being lied to about uh what's going on there and they're making money off of it oh, yeah you're not wrong mate you're not wrong um you know I'm, what I'm, I, uh, you know lee did you ever see the movie the, the mist you know yes mm. that that's where uh yeah it's it's a very fucking creepy film, isn't it? I often think that, like, if you were to think, like, that situation, how the government somehow fucked with a portal and all that shit came through, I think Skinwalker Ranch, something, uh, if, if that was possible, Skinwalker Ranch would be a, a big spot for that to happen. Like, yeah. I, I, I yeah. do think, like, there's something on over there, like Lux was saying, portals, but I also wonder, you know, I guess depending on the person, um, in that area, is it just like something that, you know, it will allow something from like maybe another dimension or just, you know, a portal or something coming in? Or can it also be like stuff come in, but possibly created by an individual and not necessarily, I know this sounds crazy out there, but is it just a good area to create things magically too? Yeah, hey, great. Yeah, I think that is, like, uh, like, is, is there like a lot of dark matter there, and if you put enough energy into it, it will create something with that. What I you think, think it, what you think will appear. Yes, yes, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. So I, I think I it's a, a mix of probably all of those things that we just said. It, like, oh, it's yeah. a very nuanced subject, but we're again, like, it's left up to us 
as the public to try to decipher it all because we can see that there's much more going on there than just a phenomenon about a fucking witch doctor who decided to turn into a <laughs> skinwalker and like hunt the grounds of this ranch. Like it's something way deeper than that. And these documents definitely outline how, you know, the, the real agenda of why they're there and what they're researching in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just a bit of a, you know, better disclosure won't go amiss. Will we get it? Like you said, looks no. I'm not wanting to uh, look into it ourselves. Uh, Say it again. That's why I'm having to look into it ourselves. Yeah. But right. it they're, is, they're never going to give us the true story. No, it's a miracle in itself that, that you've uh, got as far as you have. Um, it is incredible yes. research. Incredible. Yes. You know, it's funny, too, is that, like, me and Lex have both kicked around the idea of, like, being able to, you know, create things from your, your a person being able to create their own, I guess, you know, objects or whatever from thought and shit over there as being a possibility. And then we're also talking about before how, like, in my opinion, it seems like the app Randonautica has kind of lost a little bit of its steam. But I also think that that app also kind of does the same thing. I think it takes you to places to where you will have the best chance to possibly manifest in some way or fashion what you're looking for. Yeah, it's, what you mean, like, it's funny how that kind of, in my opinion, has kind of died off a little bit yet, but yet now we're all people, all these people are talking about Skinwalker Ranchers is talking about a much more bigger machine of that, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. and it seems to me that Randonautica um it might have been like a test bed to because they have so many different people out there doing rando that they can figure out where what points uh where they're deploying this app randonautica what points when people are going out where else is the veil thinner and then they're able to record that store that data and then yeah, you know yeah. now it's like a forgotten thing but yeah that was, it's essentially the same thing with skinwalker the the veil there is thinner um, between dimensions, and then with Randonautica, uh, they're doing similar research. It's just trying to figure out where else is the veil maybe thinner, and what you think you can create. You know? Yeah, yeah, mate. I know. <laughs> I wonder, right? Um, what what kind of entity they're um, trying to? Um, create so to speak it's just just everything about it it is just what the fuck are they up to you said China no China. what do you think China or something eh? haven't they you know I've heard two different things from people I don't know what the fuck's true now but I have seen well I've seen one and I've been told the other I have seen stuff where, I mean, you know, who knows how true this is, that supposedly China is trying to build another moon. As somebody mentioned, I think, either on my show or somebody else's, a sun. Uh, maybe that's... Yes, uh, I mentioned that, mate. I know there was it last week or week before. <laughs> so I don't Great. know, but uh, I have heard that... I definitely have heard the moon and seen it in some, in articles before. Yeah, I can't remember where, where I found it, mate. That's it. If I find it, though, I will. Um, that, that is just cr cr crazy. Um, 
creating like a, a, a sun. <laughs> it's just fucking. Yeah. Oh, it's just hard believing it. Yeah, and then they they give like peaks uh, into the truth with a different media, different shows that we watch and consume. You know, like they they talk. Uh, oh, fuck, what was the name of that? that show that came or that movie that came out not long ago on Netflix where it was like the moon was crashing to the earth. Oh, don't look up. Oh. Yeah, the Mino, it, don't. Yeah. yeah, don't look up. It was called me, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then you look yeah. at um, shows like Stranger Things, right, where they're experimenting with portals and reaching yes. through to the upside down where it's a, it's a uh, inverted version of our reality and first of all stranger things is probably the most occult series i've i've seen that's this long going there are definitely some other really good shows that that show occultism but this one's been going on for a long time and they're subtly showing occult principles meanings and um you know it's just veiled as entertainment yeah um i, I don't know how they're getting away with it um, I'll tell you another good example, Lux. Uh, have you seen or heard of Umbrella Academy? Yes. Have you watched the latest season? No, no. Oh, fucking hell, man. <laughs> I think it's everywhere, oh. right? Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, it's <laughs> my, my missus is watching it, and I'm like... <laughs> What's it about? It, uh, Umbrella Academy. Uh, the, the latest... Um, the latest season is some sort of, it's like a, an orb what's like consuming uh, basically whatever it can, or like life, and it's growing and growing. And um, there's this like robot, um, quote, mother of the, these, um, I said the like kids what were born on a certain day and they've got like superpowers, so to speak. Hmm. And the, in, in front of this orb, there's all these uh, occult symbols. Uh, uh, if I could get off the stream, yeah, now sure, but just kick me off, just just to show you examples, like a screenshot or something of it. I'm, but it's, I, I, I don't know how. <laughs> uh, well, that's that, interesting because they they talk about like um, the the orbs, you know these. The way that they describe in the ATIP documents is that there are these orbs, yeah, that sort of like hover above the ground, and then it's it's mind blowing. Like they're talking about these orbs are mirror images of our dimension to another dimension, and you're able to pass through these orbs to get to neighboring dimensions. So it's wild that you brought that up. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head with that one. Uh, but it's even got in it. Um, Cattle mutilations, like on a mass, like, king, I'd say, top of my head, 100 cattle, just as an example, just mm. being fucking, having their ass fucking blitzed out of them. And then this this um, orb is consuming the energy from it and growing. Um, <laughs> all right. It's, uh, it really, it's fascinating to, to watch. You know what I thought was is interesting on on this on the show because like you're talking about the orbs and they have showed orbs on the show. 
Lux, do you remember the time when I think they were shooting lasers out and it was like basically like hitting somewhere, but then like reflecting or bending and then like reciprocating somewhere else? Yeah. And like just something like that, it's like you have to start thinking about like there's very few things that are going to make light do that. And if bend like that? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, if it's not reflecting and bending, there's only really one thing that's actually going to be able to do that. And if that's actually going on over there, you have to really start to question, like, what kind of fucking energy and what the fuck's going on over there? Because that's right, only yeah. magnetism is going to bend light. And if it's that strong to where it's going to bend light and reflect it somewhere else over there, it's fucking serious. Yeah, or a, a really crazy manipulation in gravitational pull. Yeah. Or, or something like that, you know, yeah. Yeah, and I just thought that, like, even the show, I do think it does sometimes even show you stuff that they'll kind of, like, point out and they'll go on about. But I don't think, like, the average person even realizes, like, okay, if that's true and it's not being faked, like, the only way that could happen is actually pretty fucking crazy. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, they might actually be showing you, like, literally what's going on. It's just, like, like most people aren't even looking at it like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and to answer uh, Lee's question just real quick about what is it that they're trying to pull through, well, uh, first of all, I think a lot of it is just an experiment to see what what your thoughts, uh, how they interact with this other energy or this other entity, and how that creates something into our dimension. Um, at the same time, though, I do believe that there are conscious uh, entities in that other dimension the same way that we have conscious entities in this dimension, us, right? We're humans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that side, there's something different. Um, and uh, it's sort of like a bifold thing. They're researching both. How our thoughts affect reality and then whatever these entities are on the other side. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, and that could mean anything literally that looks, wouldn't it? Um, most likely, it'll be something uh, not good. Right, right. Something not good at all. Uh, something nefarious. And I mean, then, but based on our own thoughts, our presumption is that, you know, uh, th th whatever's on the other side, these are like really negative bits. So it's just going to create more of that energy and that replication of whatever appears on that ranch is going to be negative in nature because that's the assumption based on the researcher. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's Yeah. Giant wolves and stuff like that. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh. fucking hell, man! I don't like you. You definitely try and try and catch that Umbrella Academy. Uh, oh yeah, I definitely check it out. Yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> There's another really good one out of um, at a shows. It's a great example of predictive programming, showing like what's about to take place next. Because I think a lot of this stuff that they're showing us or that they're leaking or that's being shown in media is the next step, what they're going to do next. That's a, a magical principle. Monstrea, they tell you what they're going to do. And if you don't do anything to stop it, then you're, they're allowed to continue on with their magic. Um, and I think with the skinwalker stuff is a good example of that. They're talking about this, you know, alien thing, alien invasion, or these aliens from the other side and that they know more about us and, uh, then we know about ourselves they have more information so when they show up we should just trust them 
you know like you see that with like project blue beam and crazy shit like that um but then also i everybody who's listening go check out a show called utopia not the new one oh fucking hell uh, utopia yeah it was a uk it was um it's on channel four wasn't it yeah yep oh man Which predicts um years and years ago about them using Brilliant, the pandemic wow. yeah to, to usher in a bunch of new uh changes and legislation through pandemics and it's got a bunch of occult stuff so i'll tell you what mate that that's uh i, I won't lie for it's, it's a couple of years that but that was fucking that was a top show that and uh, it wasn't one of them was it they showed it and that was it they didn't do a re- repeat for the top of me i don't think they did a repeat of it but right. that was that was a uh, again opened the eyes for sure uh, but i think like it's like you said looks i think that i i mean agreeing with you that it's their way of saying some sort of form of consent right oh yeah uh, do you know what i mean <laughs> it's like if i say to you hey i'm gonna hit you in the face and I but I make a show out of it, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to hit you in the face," and you don't do anything to stop it. Then, really, then it's giving consent. Yeah, you know, I, I even think like if even looking at stuff that's been coming on TV, and that's even coming out in the movies, uh, you could look at Lee. You've seen Out of Range. I was even saying that to. Uh, oh yes, you got Out of Range. Yeah. That's a ranch. It's got a black hole on it. Um, in my opinion, from watching it, and I, I have watched. I think I'm only like five or six episodes behind. In my opinion, this is my opinion. The show Yellowstone is very much a cult as fuck. I mean, if if me and Lux had the chance, we could probably show you every single character where they fall on the tree. Who's the king and the queen, the prince and the princess? I mean, it's totally the Kabbalah, just, you know. Right. Um, that's another thing with ranch, cattle, dying. We have the predator coming out, which is now with Indians, and Indians have to do with skinwalker. Yes. Land. Yeah. And we even have another movie coming out. I forgot the name of it by that guy who I think nope. get out. Nope. Where it's yeah. like foods on a ranch with fucking aliens or people getting sucked up and dying. There's a lot of stuff associated with ranches and fucking weird shit and Indians. Stranger Things had Indians in it in that one scene and tons of fucking Mormon BYU shit all over the place. You know, (laughs) so there is a lot of that shit. I hate to say it in our faces right now if you look for it. Yeah. Um, If this is it, this is their concern. Um, it's like it's, it's everything's premeditated. Yeah, they're um, they get away with it. That uh, that new show or movie coming out? Nope. That uh, NY was just talking about. That is eerily similar to what's going on at Skinwalker, and now they've made a giant motion picture out of it. They're going to make tons of money, and it's showing exactly what's going on at the ranch. Um, but the majority of the public doesn't, they don't make those connections, you know, because they got us worried about a billion other things besides that. So, yeah, yeah. Hidden in plain sight, man. Right, yeah. right. And the, well, I, uh... I'm looking forward to that. Is it August? It's how, is it July or August? I can't talk top of my head, but it's good. Like you said, uh, NYP, we've got, no, we've got Prey. It's out of the Predator 1, isn't it? The Native Americans uh, and, I think that's called yeah, Prey. I, I, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's called Prey. Actually, I didn't know about either of those movies. Lee told me about them. 
That's how I found out about him. Yeah, Prey. It's uh, yeah, the awesome, worst man. fucking Native Americans. I was like, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, like, totally it, was like, it was like when we were covering Skinwalker, and I was like talking to a uh, like a listener that's going to come on and cover, I think, the Navajo and the uh, Utes. Like that all was going on, like and just talking about that at the same time. You sent me that, and I was just like so like fucking. I was like, let's just keep into that. <laughs> It has been up for a reason, doesn't it? it right, right now, fucking Native Americans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a week later, you send me that nope shit, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's weird how it all seems to come out at the same time, right? Yeah. Like, yes. It's not by accident, dude. Like, all the stuff that's no. coming out with the same type of storyline, it's not by accident. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Was to come out on exactly the same day. <laughs> very Mormon esque. <laughs> yeah. It's very oh, Moroni. For sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, and even like part of me was thinking, okay, so the whole, you know, we were seeing so many of the, the Mormon and the Church of Latter day Saints connection in the, the Skinwalker series that we did. Is that, you know, we were thinking to ourselves, well, what the, what the hell? do the Mormons have to do with this? Well, their whole mythology around why they believe that their religion is real is because of their prophet, Joseph Smith, who was visited by this angel Moroni who gave him this secret special knowledge. And then he created a religion around it. And a lot of it does seem like why they're doing this research at maybe the ranch is to prove, okay, this is where maybe Joseph Smith got influenced by this, you know, where it's thin between the veil and he was able to see this entity, which gave him knowledge to, you know, start the same thing with the, you see with like Crowley, right? He did all these experiments and rituals at, you know, pyramids of Giza. And he also received special knowledge. You look at the, you know, the golden dawn, same thing. These, you know, uh, the founders, they got these special messages where they received these golden tablets and like, yeah. and then they, they disseminated that information down to, you know, the lay folk or, or the people underneath them. It's just the same story over and over again, different names, different um, entity names, but the process is still the same. They're, they're yeah. contacting this entity on the other side of the veil. That's giving them a special knowledge. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very fitting, mate. Isn't it? Very fitting. Uh, I mean, uh, Joseph Smith, the same dude, into NYP. Uh, you know the the Jupiter. Yeah, when he did, when he got shot, they supposedly say. I don't know if we. I I think Lux might have brought it up, or maybe he didn't. Uh, I know I didn't because I just wasn't too sure. Or just didn't want to, you know put my stamp of approval on it, but they do say that supposedly he had a Jupiter uh, talisman on him. You know, he was wearing one when he got killed. I mean, yeah, that's the sentence of Jupiter. You sentence. find that in a bunch of areas, too. Like, it's not just one source saying that. I mean, I have read that in a few places. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah, supposedly he uh, he did have a Jupiter talisman on his, like, I think maybe on his uh, one of his pockets or something, or like pinned on to his yeah. chip. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and the Thinking of that, that's very almost like, you know, that's very almost Goetic style or Enochian in a sense. Like when you very start much. to put, uh, like start actually wearing, like, I mean, 
All right, for me, I've never messed with uh, Goetic stuff, but I've used tons of sigils and talismans and stuff like that when I used to practice. It would be on my altar. A lot of times, any you know, whenever I've seen that, it's, you've got to be wearing it. It's normally when, like, you're evoking something, possibly. <laughs> and, Definitely. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I found that to be a little interesting, too. Yeah, and the fact that when you look at all of the different Masonic lodges um, that are talking openly, that we showed in the podcast at least, um, in the series, uh, these different websites of Masonic lodges that are openly embracing Joseph Smith and saying, yeah, he absolutely was a Mason. Um, they're proud of it. Yeah. They're not hiding it. You, you look at the LDS website itself, they say the same thing. They, they address the connection between Masonry and Joseph Smith. They're and not, Jupiter, you know, um, yeah, and and at least masonry, which we know now, masonry is connected deeply to occultism that they don't want to admit to. They just want to say it's like a guys' club. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. you know kind of weird, weird with the whole thing with the Jupiter seal. Like this is, like, I've even questioned it. Like, did Joseph Smith really even get killed? You know, I often wonder. Like, is this like uh, was this like the original like Epstein? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, supposedly got killed, and like, you probably yeah, I've got a huge point there. Mate. <laughs> but uh, like, even the whole thing with like, all right, like when I was talking about before, normally, from you know my experience of knowing people doing stuff, and from me reading, um, not from my actual my own practices, I've never evoked demons or anything like that. But from reading and seeing other things, like I said before, a lot of times you would use the Jupiter, like. If I was to invoke Baal, I think like going by the Goetia, either it's that sigil or there's something that I would wear. I'm almost possibly positive it'd be his sigil. I'm wearing it to show that, like, that I'm in control. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. because I'm yeah. bringing something in. Now when it's evoking, I'm not bringing it into my space. That's invoking. If I'm evoking, I'm bringing it into a different space because I don't want it in my space. And right. that's kind of like right. a badge of authority as well, wearing the sigil. So now I'm wondering, like, see, now Jupiter normally would be, a, to me, is more of a positive thing, a, abundance, truth, spirituality. I'm wondering, like, now there is planetary, like, demons associated. There would be, a, I always get it confused, like, there's the spirit and the intelligence of the planet. One of them's the angel, one of them's the demon. I'm wondering, like, could maybe he have been, evoking the demon of jupiter and maybe that would kind of go along with like abundance of bullshit and lies you know <laughs> right, now yeah. you leave the charade i just played and everybody thinks i'm dead i don't know you know that that's where my stoned magical uh wizard mind goes <laughs> well and it's associated with learning too jupiter's 100 associated with learning and knowledge like you said like so who's to say that that you know, that sigil, that talisman that he was using, even though he's invoking knowledge or learning, doesn't mean that it's the truth. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? There has to be yeah. history yeah. or twisting of truth. Yeah, delusional, delusional truth. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a whole other thing, too. That's why sometimes, like, you and Lex even try to explain it. And uh, I think, like, even uh, one time we were on a show with, I think, Colorado Bank, he was even trying to say it a little bit, too, that. There's sometimes there's symbols that can be used that people will see like out in the open like that. Oh, that's a cult. But like 
it can be such a broad symbol. You, you really, it could mean something you don't even know or wouldn't even realize. Like we're saying here, mm-hmm. yeah, he could have been wearing that Jupiter sigil, but like there's a way me and Lux could think of wearing it and it not being a good thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. So like, sometimes it could be so broad, you may think you know what that symbol means, but it could be completely opposite to the person that's using it. Would would that be like, uh, for example, may like like it's just a simple like inversion? Yeah, right. Is that is that correct? So um, I'm just uh, you know. Well, you know what you know what I think is a, is is maybe a good way to also try to explain that when it comes to the Kabbalah, each sphere has like a vice and a virtue as well, and I I, I would just say like maybe the right. path might kind of in, in their own way but I don't think they might really lay, like if most people if they pick up a book that's on the Kabbalah and you know Hermetic Kabbalah they're all pretty much the same when they do the first page it's like the associations with that sphere or that path and like almost yeah. all of them all name vice and virtue and I could see how the virtue is like the very good part of that and then the vice is actually the very shitty part of that Yeah. You know? so there is like a, a a, bit, a good and a bad to each experience, anyway. Yeah, yeah, and uh, no doubt this this lot um, it'll be the the bad what they're trying to uh, introduce. Yeah, yeah. I think the further you remove yourself from the matrix, that is the virtue, and the more that you're living in the bullshit, that's the vice. Yeah, <laughs> it's got yeah. you squeezed in, and you're trapped. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think certain magical practices just even tether you further. I'm not saying all, of course, that's a ridiculous statement. I'm not saying all magical practices tether you more to the earth, but some of them do. If you're unaware, um, you could unknowingly make yourself more tethered to this realm um, just by following certain occult practices that you think might be quote unquote good. But in yeah. reality, you know, if you're not knowledgeable enough, you could get yourself into a shitstorm. Uh, yeah, they probably say, don't they? Uh, that, that, you know, a beginner to go like the abyss. It could be um, fucking end, end of your world if you were uh, not careful. Yeah. I don't know how true that is. I mean, you, you, you two, will, and you know, you're very very knowledgeable you're basically two wizards um <laughs> and that is a, a huge compliment that I, you know i respect the pair of you an absolute fuck so um you know i i know that you don't you're not full of shit like some people who uh claim you, you know you just have to go on any social media and some of them, they stand out like a sore thumb. Whereas, you know, I actually trust you to uh, 100%. Uh, there's no doubt whatsoever. And Thank that's you. how it should be. Thank you. Thank you. Try. Thanks, man. Try. I'm just being honest. And we don't know anything. The, the only thing that we can really speak to is, I guess, what we've researched and sort of figured out for ourselves and we don't know all of it we just are trying to give our best guess it's like you know the magical world uh, occultism itself is very 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 deep and things are not 
things are not as black and white as we would like them to be because when things are black and white, it makes it very comfortable for our minds to comprehend them, right? Because yeah. then we can draw a line between the two. But when it comes to like, you know, these magical practices of crossing the abyss, I like to think of, of that process similar to like trying to swim across a channel of water. Now yeah. you, you can swim across that channel, of, but you don't know what's underneath of the surface. Yeah. You don't, you don't know what, you know, creatures might be lurking in the deep. It's some of the own fear that you might have by crossing that, that channel of water. A lot yeah. of that fear could be in your own mind, but it still mm. doesn't mean that even though you have that fear in your mind still doesn't mean there aren't, <laughs> there's not something waiting in that water to eat you alive. Like, yeah. It's it, two things can be true at the same time, so it doesn't you know, even have to be true. Your brain just has to believe it enough, and your body will actually even react exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem sometimes with magic, too. Is after you have a magical experience, if it fucks you up, you'll realize how fucking how strong this fucking thing is in your head because you'll realize what it will actually do to you with some of the thoughts that you have after the fact of what just happened. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, it's like, um. You know, like where our people, they might they might go on uh, on Google and just say, for example, uh, searching for a protection spell. Um, now they're getting it off somebody who claims to be uh, a magical practitioner. Now, who's to who's to know what they're actually um, advising? It could exactly. be fucking. Uh, I don't know. It could be anything, really, couldn't it? You're just taking that word for it, and that's the difference. In uh, whenever I've I've asked um, both of you, um, I don't doubt anything what you tell me. You know what I've also realized too, and this I think I could speak for Lux um, from us starting from the beginning of our show to where we are now. And I do think it has actually helped us with our research in the way that we present things. Um, for myself, and I think I can include Lux, I think we've both realized that we're very uh, non-biased. You know, like I've even realized with myself, like I used to lean to a certain side and I can just tell you, like, I don't, like I'm much more just in the middle and saying like, fuck both sides. Like I don't have, I don't have a winner here so i will look at things more objectively and actually look in places that maybe before i wouldn't have because i'd be like oh no there's nothing to see over there yeah that, that, like is that uh, like more open-minded is that what is that what you mean mate yeah like yeah uh, well or just even the whole thing with just you know like i always say like you know it takes both wings to flap for that bird to go anywhere i think i could speak for, lots yeah, for sure. of like me and him I, I was a lot more leaning to the right a, a while ago, and like I'm now just like, no, both sides are fucking us any which way they can. Yeah, like, so yeah. I'm, mutual, not playing, yeah. I'm not playing a, uh, a favorite in that, in my opinion, that gives you a lot more insight and actual more freedom in yeah. a sense, you know. I, be, I, I guess intention has a huge play in it all. Exactly. And that's the thing that they want to keep hidden the most is. You know, we have all of these distractions around us. And I would say, yeah. you know, that that's from politics to entertainment, music, 
uh, all of those things. That's a set of distractions. And then even when you try to get into, let's say that you reject all of those different distractions and you want to look into religion, you're looking for answers. Well, they've got another trap set for you there. Oh, and yeah. Then let's, Big giant one. Yeah. And then you bypass that. And so you say, okay, well, I'm going to look into magic, which is something very different than a lot of organized religions. And that they've got a trap set for you there. And the whole trap is meant to keep you from looking deep inside. And instead of waiting for someone to come and save you, whether it be a politician, you know, a, a, whatever figure they put up, the last thing, based on what I can gather, is that they just don't want you to take time to look inside and to face your own demons. They want you to look for them elsewhere and to point fingers at other people, which keeps you more grounded here. And it keeps you from looking deep inside to fix your own, your own faults. You know, I'm not saying I'm, I'm perfect. I've got fucking tons of demons. I got a closet full of them, you know, that's, yeah. I'm not special, but it's like, that's what they want to try and keep from us the most. And uh, something I mean, that I, I've definitely realized a lot more lately. And, you know, even even to and I'll, uh, I'll just piggyback on something that Lux kind of even said. And I, and I think this goes for everything like, you know, and, and we've said it before, even with our experience, with our own you know, being in secret societies. I don't think it matters if you're going to a fucking Catholic church, you're going to a temple, you're going to a mosque. You're going to the OTO, you're going to the Golden Dawn, you're going to the Temple of Said, you're going to wherever, wherever you're going to do whatever fucking religious or spiritual practice that has a place telling you what's going on. You're not being told the fucking truth. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's in a fucking church or if I'm in the basement of a fucking uh, OTO lot. It's, it's just, I'm being fucking lied to no matter where I go. Yeah. The most seemingly made, yeah. You know, and I'm being told what it is, and I'm being told what is what. There's no no self experience. If I go by exactly, you know, how things seem or how things are presented to you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, um, believe it or not, when I look at that situation, it actually makes me fucking really hopeful, because if if they're going through that much effort to stop us from looking inward then hell maybe us looking inward is so powerful that it can overturn the current situation the current paradigm the current you know uh, reality that we live in that's the last thing they want us to do they want us to latch onto a certain religion or a certain god or a certain person to, to come and save us they don't want us to look in because if, if suddenly a bunch of the population does look within and you know makes changes within themselves understands their potential of how to create the reality around them then the the power structure falls because now humanity is independent we're free of yeah. you know these burdens and bullshit and um that's why they put so much time money and effort into keeping us distracted is uh, i mean uh, god we must we must be worth something we must have some type of impact on this whole situation or else they wouldn't put so much time to stop us from from having it yeah yeah it's like i, I guess but it'd be the same as like trying to prevent any form of progression yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's how it seems i mean I, i'm not i'm not um 
magically taught or or like like is is yourselves. Um, but for me, as like say like neutral, if anything, um, it's all fascinating. Um, and and you know I'm probably might upset a couple of people here, but out of anything, I think religion is uh, probably the, one of the most twisted and toxic um, platforms that, that I, I, I'm aware of. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just misery, the, the war, death, everything. I was going to say, probably the most amount of people killed is all because of religion. Mm-hmm. Over religious beliefs. Sorry, sorry, mate. You know, unfortunately, I do think uh, religion is the number one uh, murderer for mm-hmm. wars. Yeah, and it's like the, the next subject that we're about to cover, I'm really excited to cover this with NY. Um, we're about to cover another, it's not necessarily a secret society, it's more of a cult. Although secret societies definitely are cults, but they they don't label themselves a secret society. They they just say that they're this religious belief system, um, which I definitely think is a cult. But what they've done is they've taken a belief system of a really amazing, open-minded occultist who had a lot of great things to say, and instead of following you know, the, the lessons there and not worshiping this person as a God and just being like, okay, this guy had something really right to say. Let, let's see how I can apply it to the, to my life. What they did is instead create an entire religion around these words of someone manipulated the words and then were able to create unknown amount of pain and suffering by the people, the members of this group who decided to join it just because, you know, they're twisting the words of, of something that's true into their own, you know, agenda. And yeah. uh, it's, it's, it'll be crazy to show that one too. It's wild to see how uh, people take wise words and manipulate them to um, manipulate others. Oh yeah. Well, that, that, I think that even goes back to like fucking Scientology too. Scientology is a classic one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, look at him. I mean, he was hanging out with Jack Parsons. So, I mean, I assume he knew of magic. He understood magic. Yeah, Charles Manson, I think he understood magic to a certain point. Uh, Uh, There's other people. Definitely think sometimes magic or people who might have been involved in secret societies might kind of like break off and start these things on their own. Mm -hmm. But is that that like, uh, like, uh, like an offshoot, I might think? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, it, uh, yeah, I mean, well, all right, you could put it this way. Let's say if, like, somehow I just, I'm just using myself as examples. This is the easiest way. You know, I left the OTO and, like, started my own fucking, you know, ideas and, you know, systems about, like, my experiences with magic and started making people believe that I could get them to get to that point. I mean, if I started yeah. my own cult and then it got all fucked up. I mean, something to that effect. It doesn't mean I'm associated with the OTO anymore. It's just, you know, I, something I was into. And yeah. yeah. Fucking cult. Yeah, <laughs> what you mean. But... I've had magical experiences and I know how to manipulate people online. You know, and, and, and you know, pull strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It is. Uh, I wonder. I mean, there's got to be thousands and thousands of boss shoots. But like, um, oh, I mean, there was this one I saw. Uh, I, and I meant to. I think I might have sent it to Lux, but maybe I maybe I didn't tell him. I meant to send it to him, uh, Lee, and I, I have to find out the name of the show because I, I know you'll you'll watch it if I tell you. Oh, I think it's called uh, "My Daughter." My daughter is in a cult or something like that. Or my daughter joined. My daughter's in a cult. I don't know. I can't remember what it's on. I have so many because I use other people's apps. You know, other people's sign-ons. Yeah, I have so yeah. many apps on my TV. <laughs> I don't know if it was Netflix, Discovery, fucking History. Who knows what the fuck it was on? But I think it was called like, my daughter joined a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I used to. Have I got rid of that. Um, my daughter joined a cult or some shit like that. Uh, fuck, I forgot where I was going with that. Now, what were we talking about with uh, fuck with cults? Fuck, I forgot now. Offshoots. Huh? Oh, offshoots. Uh, well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The guy. The guy who started the cult originally. Uh, this. I think this might have been in India or was around in that area, kind of. Um, or it was, or it might have been like a version of Buddhism or Hindu, Hinduism or something. I, I'm sorry, I can't remember specifically which one it was, but it was, it was something like that. And he, at one point, when he has like his little thing going on, and I was like, holy fuck, I actually like stopped it and rewinded it. I was like, yo, I have to hear this guy say that again. I'm like, yo, this dude just explained like he had a magical out of body fucking experience. He's literally sitting there explaining it. Mm-hmm. I'm like this dude understands fucking magic, and, yeah. everything. and then and then his whole outfit. I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh well, well, now this all makes sense because that's why you have a crescent moon on one side of your head and you know, this on one side of your body. And I'm just like, and then like later on, as you realize it's starts to get cultish, it's like you realize, all right, this guy actually understood magic, and now he's just fucking mind fucking people. Yeah, because, because others don't understand it or don't get it. Right. It's 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 this it's this simple, right? But like, because we know occult principles, it it's so, and that's the 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 trap that a lot of um, I would say dark magicians fall into, is that knowledge because so much of magic is the understanding of the human mind and how it operates. You know, it's like uh, yeah. tomorrow if I wanted to start a cult, and I said I want I want to call it the love cult. But I'm not going to call it the love cult. I'm going to say it's the love fellowship. Okay. And then I'm going to say, well, you know, you can all love each other. It all sounds good. Right. And then I say, well, you have to give me all your property. And then you say, no, I don't want to do that. And I say, what? You don't love the idea of this group enough. You, you're, you're, uh, you're doubting things. So you're out, you know, you're going to get the next member in. You can see how understanding a cult, principles can totally allow someone to manipulate a giant mass of people you know yeah 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 it's uh, it really is crazy isn't it mate i mean you know mm-hmm. like it just uh am i correct to assume this uh you know i mentioned offshoots like i know uh, kenneth grant he, he oh. was in the lto and he created was it the typhonian lto yeah, it's the typhonian it's, order yeah, is that the similar to like an offshoot type of like what he's done? He's took his principles, uh, so to speak. You know, unfortunately, I'm going to be honest with you. I could be wrong. I don't think that is technically a. Uh, I don't think that's technically an OTO, you know, recognized. Ah, right. Okay. okay. Um, it may just be like his own 
order. I could be wrong. I, I really don't think like, yeah, I mean, like unless it was just called the Typhonian Lodge and it was still the OTO, but like, no, like you're not going to like when you start slapping on your own shit like that, I, no, that yeah, yeah. I don't think that is like, you know, uh, recognized. At least mm -hmm. that's right. I get you. I get you, mate. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think Mitch could probably even speak for this, and I'm sure it goes along with, you know, other type. I mean, there's, there's even things out there that have to do with Crowley that aren't even called the OTO that you can, like, go to. I forgot, like, is there's other – I forgot something in the lamp or the light in the lamp or some shit like that. But, like, there is also, I'm sure, you know, unregulated or unrecognized uh, people doing these things. I mean, you just need – a certain amount of members and you can start doing like, you know, the Gnostic mass or whatever the golden dawn has, like there mm -hmm. could be this, these things going on. And it's really just kind of based on a couple of people who wanted to start it up and they're just trying to run it as they, you know, as they kind of want or trying to emulate it as much as their experience was maybe in another lodge, but like they don't have to actually be like recognized or real, like in a sense, it really could just be people trying to emulate it on their own you know like like yeah, i yeah, i yeah. know between lux and one of my friends who are both in the golden dawn at different times uh, between both of them i there's you know there's from the lodges that they told me about and then you look around in that area at the time where they were i don't think they come up so like not all of them, or at least not from what I've, I've heard from, like, my other friend. So, like, I have to, like, I think even Lux would probably have to wonder, like, how well of this, like, was it really of being recognized by the Golden Dawn? Is it just, like, a group of people maybe just in a house that are trying to, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he said. I think, like, Times Lux has even been like, yo, I've never even heard of, like, where I told him where my friend, friend went. He was like, I didn't even know that existed. Like, mm -hmm. You know, it's just very weird. Like, you know, do these are these some of them not actually like recognized? You know, who the fuck knows? Yeah, yeah. And then they fight against yeah, each other too. Makes a difference anyway. Right. And then they fight against each other because it's like you look at the oh, uh, yeah like Amork, right? Amork is a Rosicrucian order, and then you have the FRC out of Pennsylvania, which is also a Rosicrucian order. And they go to legal battle against each other over the name Rosicrucianism because one believes the other one is totally false. So it's like, yeah, just because they give themselves a name doesn't mean that it's necessarily true or in line with anything that's legitimate at all. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, even with, uh, when, it, when it comes to that, even like, even in the, uh, well, it's not really the OTO, but the Astra Margentum. Uh, there's like a there's multiple lineages but like i'd say there's probably like three main ones and there's like uh david shoemaker's one who's like in california and there's like another major one i forgot the name and then the other one that's like over like from what i remember when you originally correspond with it i think it is like a london p.o box or a london box that you're sending it to eventually when you do have to go over there for their initiations you may end up in italy or spain can't remember. It might be Italy, but um, within the OTO and within the Astra Margentum, like I think the OTO will only recognize the one in London, the one over in Europe. 
they do not recognize the other ones as actually being true lineage. And right. the other lineages will all argue and say, oh, no, well, I really, you know, was trained by supposedly somebody who was trained by Crowley. My lineage is real. The other one's talking shit about the other one. And it's like, yo, like, this is what this is what magicians is about. Like, you on mm -hmm. the fucking internet arguing who's who fucking who's whose mouth was closer to Crowley's ball bag than the other one. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> Right, and it was crazy for magicians about defending how much of his ball sack you suck. And I, I would say the OTO is actually probably one of the more organized secret societies because, uh, man, they just got like a handle on things. But if you look at like the Golden Dawn, there's thousands of different groups calling themselves the Golden Dawn. You, you look at the um Rosicrucians, same thing for them, tons of different orders calling themselves. Rosicrucians, but they all have a different belief system. But the OTO, I would say the OTO is a bit more, uh, like, I would say, tacked down at least. Oh, yeah. You I mean, know, I'm yeah. sure there, there could be offshoots of that. I, I didn't want to, like, kind of, like, say, like, it was more of a Golden Dawn thing. I'm sure it probably happens with the OTO. But I do think, like, the OTO is very, uh, like, they kind of, I think, want you to know where they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah, I don't true. Think they're like really trying to hide that too much, you know. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I it is. Uh, it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. Um, but equally, it's fascinating because they uh, they go they're going out their way. You know, um, you know, as long as their their intention isn't nefarious. Um, Personally, as long as they're not harming kids or you know people in general, then you know it's just their way of having their own belief, I guess. Yeah. And the the thing that's tricky, I think, about the secret societies is, you know, they're always talking about well, every it doesn't matter which one you go to, they all say that they know the real truth. And it's, it's like, you know, the real truth is disseminated from above and it takes forever to get to the top levels of any of these secret societies and to find out really like, what this truth is. And usually it's a bait and switch. And so that's why I think it's really important to look at, you know, like the scientific studies that were done by the U S government and others yeah. where they're studying magic and they're putting like a scientific approach to it to say, okay, well, this is what we're doing on the low. We don't want anybody else to know about it. And they're, they're taking sort of like this, you know, measured um, analysis of like what magic is. And so instead of us just like, for me, it took me years before in the golden dawn, I realized that, so much of real magic is not in rituals it's in your mind like and that's just a great example to show you know how uh, even in like a magical order you can be totally misled or misinformed so like looking yeah. at the documents that we were showing last week kind of gives us a more uh, scientific approach to like what magic could be and kind of getting rid, of, rid of all the bs around it you know Definitely, definitely. Uh, I think a lot of people uh, don't think that magic uh, 
exists. I think they think it's some sort of uh, uh, fictitious um, created in your own mind. When um, it's totally not. No, it's not. It's not. Um, I mean, back on to eight, it mate. Um, How wrong are those to think that magic isn't um, isn't real? In my opinion, yeah. I'll bounce this to, to New York Patriot after, but in my opinion, for those who do not believe that magic is real, is no different than someone looking at a, a electrical outlet and denying electricity exists. Exactly. Uh, you, you might not want to believe it's real, but it's, it's an underlying governing system of this dimension that we're in. And I can't tell you how it exists, but it does. And um, it makes effects in the real world. Oh, a text message? That's a, some sort of form of magic, <laughs> in a way. I think so, yeah. You know, how, you know yeah. I'll follow that up, my, my answer with the whole thing of magic. Uh I think as long as you're living in this world in the flesh, I will I will take, unfortunately. It was another – well, I can't say – going by the way I'm looking at it, this would be a good uh, gem of a Crowley jo- uh, you know, phrase. Um, I think he said it the best looking at it the way I'm looking at it. Um, why do we practice – why do you practice magic or why do we practice magic? Because you can't help it. Yeah. You don't have a fucking choice. If you're living in this world, that's all this is, is made out of magic. Mm-hmm. You existing here, existing with all this shit around us, you can't help yourself but actually do magic. Me Even opening, what we're doing now, me opening up my mouth and sending out vibrations to fucking make people think differently is magic. Yeah, I can't help yeah. it, or I just Please. have to sit here and not talk to anybody or exist. This, uh, me walking this, down the street, looking at me, and them deciding to walk a different way or walk around, or just me existing, it's, it's technically magic. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you can't you can't get away from doing it. We live in magic. I, I think that honestly, if you get into the whole like matrix idea, that's what magic is, and that's what we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's exactly why they don't want you to look into real magic. They'd rather have us distracted with fucking throwing lavender over our left shoulder. <laughs> the, like, you know, right. <laughs> Because they can keep us, they can keep us distracted with that. Where if, and I, I, for everybody listening, an hour. Okay, if you would rather, this is at least my experience. An hour of learning a new ritual compared to an hour of meditation, where you deeply look into your own mind and root out the the bullshit that it's holding you back and keeping you from being a, a truly happy, satisfied person that that is okay with yourself and you're not egotistical you don't you know want to impose your will on others like an hour of that type of meditation is 500 billion times more important than learning which way to to move through the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram like it just i it is well you know what so. i'll even say to even add to that and, and not knocking anybody who uses uh, hallucinogenics, but what you like, what Lux is saying, like you, if you took an hour of meditation or just an hour of ritual work, 
my opinion, you'd get much farther and better results with just the hour of meditation. In my opinion, kind of ritual magic is like maybe for the person who doesn't want to take a shortcut with drugs and, you know, just wants to try to get there a little bit faster than maybe naturally. You know what I'm saying? For somebody who may not, you know what I'm saying? Some people will take DMT or shrooms to try to have a magical experience. You can still, in my opinion, still have that experience without the drugs, just meditating. If you were to meditate for an hour a day, you'd probably get that experience without hallucinogenics and without a fucking uh, pentagram with a circle on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Like either both of them are just shortcuts to try to get to the same fucking thing that you don't need either one for. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think that's why um, it, it seems to be popular, uh, like hallucinogenics or, or any numerous chemicals? Uh, I guess what what could be used. I mean, I think it's a good thing, but then again, I mean, this we've seen this. Uh, what was about sixty years ago? You know, what I'm saying I'm a little bit less than that. We already saw how we got, you know, the society got pumped with LSD through, you know, fucking Grateful Dead and you know Woodstock and other shit. You know, so like, you know, look, look at if that didn't happen, would we this country be as liberal as it is today? If that whole yeah, yeah, era was toned, there, mate. if that whole era was toned down a little bit, we probably never would have gotten the shit fucking alternative Kurt Cobain and all that boohoo whiny fucking crap too that yeah, got accepted. Yeah. You know, there would have been a lot less of a leftist progression in music, I think, if that stuff was never that big. So sometimes you have to wonder, like, well, how well did that turn out? You know, and how well will it turn out if it becomes, you know, massively popular again now? I mean, it seems mm-hmm. to be going yeah. in a different direction. But then again, I will also add you get some people that are that mix with that shit and are so unloving light. They're not even tethered to this world. And you're in another fucking you live in another fucking matrix that doesn't even exist. And you're actually not helping anybody with the shit coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like either way, you know, so. I don't know. In my opinion, I, I, that's it's a that's it's a very fine line when it starts coming to I think using drugs for those experiences. That's why I will always still say you can do it without it. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could be a fool to yourself, really, if you're not too careful again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to start wondering, like, you know, I don't know. There's just too much into it to where it's like, well, you know, you're looking for the fun of the high instead of the experience. There's just too many fucking questions. You know what? Just don't fucking take the shit and have a little bit more fucking sternness and dedication, and maybe you'll get it uh, sober. Yeah, and it does seem like it. It's it's weird, man, because it's kind of like um a base by base kind of situation, like you know, based on the person. Because for me, um. I don't, I, I have no way to like prove it, but I don't know if I would be sort of where I am now um, in all the stuff I've experienced without like the initial um, hallucinogenic experience that I had because I was pretty, I grew up in the church. Of course, I like rebelled against the church and everything, but the moment that I took mushrooms um, and I was pretty young, uh, probably like 17. 18 or whatever but i was plunged into like absolute terror right and after taking them it was just like i had this giant mirror that was placed like in front of my face and i was forced to confront all the bs that i was complaining about in the world that was actually existing like in my own self and then going forward um you know it, it drastically changed the way that I approached religion, belief systems, um, 
you know, my ego insecurities and stuff. And sure, that could have helped uh, happened any other way. So it, it might be it might be like one of those things where it's based on a situation or a person if they need it. But to do it just like haphazardly whenever, I don't I don't like New York Patriots. I don't think that's necessarily good. It's it's just again, it's another like weird gray line there. It's hard to hard to tell because I, I might have had those experiences. I might be the same person I am today without that. But uh, it definitely accelerated it, you know. So it's weird. Yeah, this is uh, it's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, um, could you imagine, right? Just this is just off off the bat, right? Going to Skinwalker Ranch. Mushrooms are LSD, and you're actually there with such said wormhole. <laughs> what the fucking? Can you imagine you're actually able to see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fucking giant walls. You can actually see the triangle that they're talking about that they have over there. I think that's another funny yeah. thing. It's like almost as if they took like a 3D supernal triad and say that that's hovering over Skinwalker mm-hmm. Ranch. Yeah. yeah. And when it does come to uh, when it comes to psychedelics, I haven't. Ta- I mean, I've taken a, a shit ton of them, but not recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, definitely, I definitely get a fuck ton back today. I'm, I'm not saying you know. Yeah, but doesn't it, it? It does seem like when you take them, it's like light shifts, and you're like you're able to see something slightly different than what's what you normally see. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it maybe it does like help to like bring down that veil, but it's not good for everyone, you know. But no, yeah, no, true that mate. It does not agree with a lot of people. Um, I guess, I guess, it, how I look at it is, it depends on your mindset at the time. Um, yeah, I mean, you also have to take of it this way: if the government has used it before to do experiments, it more than likely can also be used to fuck you up. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. And most of these hallucinogenics have all been used for that. So obviously, yeah. I'm sure if you take it to a certain extreme, it just won't be good anyway. Exactly, yeah. and that's like that's a perfect point. The extremes, you know, taking things. I, and I'm right. just I'm just wondering, like, because I think it might happen at some point. They're going to have somebody on Skinwalker who takes like LSD or shrooms and is there on Look, the sign me up, mate. I'll go <laughs> sign, sign me up. I'm definitely. <laughs> For research purposes. For research purposes. <laughs> Subconscious realms just like walks aimlessly Fucking into the desert, never to be face. seen again. <laughs> oh mate. Oh god. I would have got a golf cart though. <laughs> driving around in a little fucking zipping around in a little fucking golf cart. Giving it fucking toes. I want a shotgun as well. You're bouncing all over the place, so I can just see me holding on to the fucking steering wheel. Shotgun, <laughs> fucking machete, everything. <laughs> Where are you, you fuckers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what I'll be doing to those grey aliens? Oh, clear. <laughs> Reveal yourself, you fuckers. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, when it comes to like the Skinwalker shit, you know, again, that is um, they know way more about the occultism that's going on there that they're not telling the public. And uh, 
I hopefully it came it came through well in in the series, but it's an injustice to the public that they're they're lying about this situation and they're trying to say that it's something uh, such bullshit as as gray aliens coming from Mars yeah. compared to the real occultism um, like techniques and experiments that they're doing in real time on the ground. Yeah, you know, like. Do, do, do you know what looks like? Do you know in the series? Do you know what I, I sort of like? It surprised me when they had the was it a Jewish rabbi? They got yes. a Jewish rabbi. That that was a bit of a. I'm like fuck. And he's doing a ritual there. Yeah, <laughs> a, a ritual that I can very much relate to because it's a lot of the same terminologies that's being used. Because especially with the Golden Dawn uh, type style magic. A lot yeah. of it harkens back to the Hebrew language uh, yes, and, and, yes. and names like that. So I saw a lot of similarities there. I mean, that was right, like, right. it was like, we're going to show you we're into ritual magic religiously. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all they did. It's just because like, like, like Lux is saying, you know, when we looked at it, all right, we're looking at it and then we start seeing the Mormons involved. Then we start seeing how Masonry is involved with that. And then we do know that that stuff does come with ceremonial magic. I mean, like we were talking about before, Joseph Smith wearing a fucking that thing. So, like, you have to start to, like, you know, really. Uh, it just, <laughs> it, it just too One many coincidences. That all goes back. It still goes back to, like, you know, the Kabbalah. And, and, and Hebrew is going to yeah. be used nine times out of ten. And it's neither going to be that Hebrew, Jamachi, or Greek Jamachi. Is really the only things heavily used, in my opinion, for the most part in ceremonial magic. So, like, that's just, just too many. It's just, it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you know how that, that is it, was it a rabbi who was doing that? Um, was it a pro who was saying, or was that actually taken from um, actual religious doctrine? That specific that prayer, uh, that was, uh, that's an actual prayer that's, used and, yeah and that's um it's sort of like a ritualistic prayer um one that would be done i wouldn't necessarily say daily but it's something that the, that the uh jewish or hebrew rabbis would use to um in that instance open a fucking portal and <laughs> it's, they have it all on evidence so it's <laughs> Not only, I mean, they use, it, they use it for other things besides that, but like that's another yeah. example of how one of the rituals can be used for multi purposes, you know. You know what it was? Oh. He was there as a cover up, he was really there for circumcisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just him in for that, just to be like, yo, we got a role for you. Let's take a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He was sitting there he, five he, minutes before that. He's sucking dick blood. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, that escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> that was well, a yeah. uh, that was an ode to Sean McCann. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. uh, well, do, do you know um, even that the um, the circumcision? I know. Yeah, that's why I brought it up because he, oh. we had Sean on recently, so it made me think about that. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> hey, it's like, uh, do you think there's a, like um, any SRA going on there? But you, you know why? I've... Well, I think it's definitely. I mean, it's it's, it's 
traumatizing to a child. I mean, just put it that oh, way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're being traumatized I think... young when you don't understand what's going on. So, I mean, I don't remember what that's like, but I'm sure it's probably terrifying to somebody who doesn't even understand what anything is. Or what's mm -hmm. what? I don't know. Yeah, and, and that pain, that, you know, that suffering, that fear that's embedded into the subconscious at such a young age, you don't have an idea of what's happening. Um, and that gets hardwired into the brain. It's so, heartbreaking, man. It's heartbreaking. You know, and, and a lot of guys have done some great research into this. Anybody who, who wants to look deeper into what we're talking about with the whole circumcision stuff, definitely look to Sean McCain and also look into Odd Man Podcast. He covers uh, the, um, the ancient rites of the Hebrew circumcision, and it, it talks all about, uh, like, I, he can break it down way better than I can, but talks about how this was more or less like a magical ritual. You know, so definitely check really? that out. It goes, oh, it goes very uh -huh. deep, yeah. I know I've had Sean on doing, uh, we had him on Freaky Fridays, didn't we, NYP? And I, yeah. I have had him to, to specifically cover uh, SRA, circumcision. Um, I knew a little bit. Uh, obviously, I know what it is, but I didn't know uh, the extent of Sean's uh, research and his expert first hand experiences uh, oh fucking hell man like I said it's heartbreaking um, I'm, but like how, how like the, the old sucking of the uh, it's fucking sexual assault pedophilia yeah. yeah I mean it's fucking and you can start I mean you know that's that's the problem. You don't know who the person really is. Uh, that I mean, I mean, I don't even know how you'd even convince yourself to thinking that that's okay. But but besides that, if you do, I like, know, you, mate, still, you still have to under like wonder like where is that person? Like you know how you don't know what that person is into that's doing that. They just look religious, and you think it's okay. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, be, it's, uh, Become totally normal, like it's just something we all do, and that's weird. It's really fucking hell, man. Weird is not the word, man. No, uh, yo, you you see, they're gonna fucking come out on the news tomorrow and start saying that when women are born, they gotta get that fucking nip snip. You watch what kind of yeah, fucking don't, shit you see out in the fucking streets going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't there? Don't they do that? It's fucking insane. I like, you know what I'm saying? like, yeah. But somehow this one's like okay, like it's with the it's very I weird. Could be, I could be wrong here. I'm not quite sure what it is, but I'm, isn't the one one of the uh, one a tribe uh, could be in Africa? I'm not 100 percent sure, like I said, and they actually cut off the uh, the female. Um, I do think yeah, there is one of the, the stuff that does. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sure on that. Yeah, as fuck out there. There's a lot of extremist um, Islamic or Muslim beliefs that do this, the female circumcision and stuff like that. And it's like, it's what's, it is kind of bizarre to me, at least, to see like in the United States, everybody is having this giant uproar about abortion rights, right? Because uh, Roe versus Wade was just overturned. 
And there's a big misconception about that. It doesn't mean that abortion is outlawed all across the country. It's not what that means. It means that each state within the union has the right to decide for the state's self what is legal with abortion and what's not. And we give so much focus on these rights and people are taken to the streets and they're, they're, they're protesting. They don't largely know what the legislation actually means. And that is so there's people are so passionate about that, but they at the same time don't care that kids that are born who are having their foreskin chopped off by the hundreds of thousands every fucking year. Right. Like that, that's not important. Um, that's not a form of trauma. That's not something that people should be marching about or, or protesting about. Um, so it's just like you can see how they, this agenda is coming down from above and sending people out into the streets for one thing, but not the other. And it's wild to me to see it's it's totally controlled uh, information to, to get people to, to be puppets, really. You know, manipulation again, looks like it's manipulation. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? If it, and I was even saying this before, I was like, if this actually gets out of hand, the way people, because I mean, like as soon as like that shit came out, not too long after, on like the local news, I noticed it. I had it on when uh, I think I was on earlier, prior guest. There was, I mean, there's people protesting already. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's shit going on already. If if this ends up getting out of hand and people actually get hurt or businesses get destroyed again. It's it's fucking mind blowing to me that that's going to happen and be acceptable over the fact of not being able to kill a child. Yeah, that's what it is. Right? It's, it's actually uh, mind blowing to me that like I I I understand to a certain extent for the medical reason and rape, you know, yeah, yeah, be yeah. available or whatever. But um, I, I mean, for the people to if this escalates and gets out of hand, it's actually fucking insane that humanity is acting out and gonna do shit over the fact that we can't kill unborn babies. Up to nine months. That's that's my biggest problem. Yeah. Nine months. You know, if, if let's say you're two months in, something bad has happened. Maybe it's an accident. You're maybe you're super young. Maybe it's you know rape, incest, whatever. Um, I, I I don't have a problem with an abortion like that but if you are nine months in eight months in seven months in and you're like man i've kind of changed my mind just because i because i can that's a bad situation to be in for a society because it's it's very dangerous um immoral and i i just i think that it's uh at that point you don't have the right to decide the continuation of that life you know what i mean like that's what it is mate it's life and people always say oh well they're like oh well you know it's it's attached to me it lives inside of me okay that's a fair argument but can you make that same argument let's say you have a two-year-old a three-year-old four-year-old can they live without the mother or the father no they depend on the mother and the father for food for water for taking them to the bathroom to, to actually live. So what's the difference between stopping a life at eight months when they need your body to live at eight months, but yet when you have a two to four-year-old, they still need your care. They can't live without you. They're not a totally in, independent, anonymous person. 
like they still yeah. need that care. So where do we draw the line? Yeah, um, exactly. You know, yeah. it's it's wild. It is. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's like, like, like to, be honest, to be totally honest with you, if you really think about it, really the, the thing that that the left is really trying to stand on with this shit is like, oh, well, because of health reasons, which I can understand. All right. Yeah, sure. I do agree for health reasons. Maybe there should be. But like rape. I, I'm sorry to say, I, I guess, you know, it hasn't happened to me and I'll never be in this position, but I, I'm just assuming. I'm assuming that if you've been raped and you've been impregnated, if, if, you're, if you're a woman and you can't decide within like 10 to 12 weeks if you want to keep that kid or not, there's a fucking problem. If you couldn't make that That's decision. a serious problem, mate. Isn't it? To the point to where maybe you should keep the kid and it should be taken away from you because you obviously can't make a fucking important decision at all. Yeah. Oh, so you shouldn't uh, even be so, having a kid to begin with. But like for real, like if you all of a sudden decide eight months into your pregnancy that out of a rape, oh no, I think this kid should be aborted. It took you fucking eight months to decide that. Get the fuck mm -hmm. out of here. You know, no, that's not gonna happen. They're using scenarios that aren't gonna fucking happen either as a reason no. for them pushing why this is so horrible that this is happening. It is. It's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, it's like some people are, are not fortunate. Some people can't have kids. Now, I know everybody's circumstances are different. Um, but like you said, life's life. Mm -hmm. Surely, if, if, if you know, I'm looking at it, I'm, I don't mean if somebody's been raped, sexually assaulted, or, or incest, anything like that. If it's a mistake, um, which, you know, mistakes happen, surely uh, the... The rational thing to do would be to write to fucking just discard of life. Mm -hmm. Give somebody an opportunity. Well, I mean, that's, that's even right. you know the, the thing that people hooting and hollering out there. The problem is, is that you know, your people are bitching about this. But if it wasn't that, in my opinion, that it has become abused birth control, nobody would be complaining about it. But that's what it's become. Fucking spot on, man. Abused birth control, and now people are bitching and saying stuff about it. If it never yeah. got out of that fucking hand, and people didn't think aborting kids was like eating fucking candy, yeah, you know, people wouldn't be saying this shit. Spot on, spot on. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a topic of, of conversation. Yep. In my opinion, that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm one hundred percent leaning on that. It's uh, that same way, man. And it got so far in the state of Virginia that the governor was saying, well, you can deliver a child after nine months, after it's out of the womb, and then you can decide whether you want to keep it or not. It's what? like, oh, yeah. He said that we'll keep the baby nice and warm and we'll keep it protected and then we can have a discussion with the mother to see if she really wants to keep it. This is after it's out of the womb and in the hospital, and they can still decide that. That was actual legislation that was being proposed by the uh, Virginia State Legislature. So where does that stop? The argument what, for, okay, well, the line? right, like I said before, the argument of, okay, well, it's in my body, it's attached to my body, it's part of my body. Oh, I, I get that, but it is a separate sentient being, you know, um, in the same way that it's like if it was five, six, seven, eight, nine years old, you know, they can't survive without you, without the mother or the father. So, you know, where do we draw that line? 
Because I know if, if I would have been left alone at the age of eight or nine, I would have walked into the fucking street. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I, I would have done it. And it's not because like, I would have gotten into something. Right. Like yeah. it's so, so you can't, you can't just decide at eight or nine or, you know, 10, 11, whatever, um, that this is something you want to get rid of because that's considered murder in the United hey. States. It's murder, um, mate. Right, but meanwhile, if if you do it, even at nine months and then a little bit after, it's not like that's crazy to me. You know, it, I, crazy, crazy, fucking hell, man. Yeah. It's it, it, you know, society is. This is why society is so fucked. The weak ass people that, um, you know. Yo, you know what's funny? Hey, I just want to make... Well, uh, you know what? There was actually a couple of questions we had in here, too, and I forgot to go over them. Uh, one real quick, and it's funny. I, I actually saw this while we were on now. Um, <clears throat> Teresa, one of my uh, part-time co-hosts besides Lee, said, ironically, the same people who chant that Black Lives Matter will take to the streets to chant for more black babies to be murdered. Mm-hmm. And earlier, I was watching, of course, um, they weren't black uh, women, there were white women walking down the street on the news, something to do about black women's rights. So well, I, I guess she's, I guess hell, she's white women are upset that black women can't murder their babies. You can't make it up, could you? I'm like, yo, these these bitches ain't even fucking black. Yeah. yeah. I was I wanted to say something, but I was like, this is so off the fucking topic. Because I was just like, yo, I literally just watched fucking pale ass, like I just walked out of Whole Foods fucking chick with a mask on walking down the street there was a few of them with the same type of fucking sign they look like mass produced talking about like black women's rights being taken away i'm like you you're really talking about your reach you're really speaking for black women not being able to kill their kids and your white right now mm-hmm. i cannot believe i just fucking saw that on the tv and it's yep. just right what teresa's saying like right now people who are saying that lives matter are actually out in the street saying oh technically they don't we should be able to kill them Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Know, Within the fucking two years, from George Floyd to now, you got people bitching that fucking life matters to now. No, I should be able to fucking kill it when I want to. Same fucking retard motherfuckers out in the streets. Well, what is it? Well, which one is it? Does it matter or not? <laughs> no, fucking hell, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, yo, and people don't realize that all they are is a bunch of fucking robots with fucking switches on their back getting flipped to tell being yeah. told what to do. You don't realize how much they contradict themselves within two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. even with yeah. New York, we went from a mayor and a, and a fucking the whole vibe of New York shitting, hating fucking cops to now we have a mayor, and within less than a year, people think that we need more funding for the police, we need more police out there, we need more police here, we need more police there. What the fuck happened? Yeah. Yeah. The same <laughs> what the fuck it just happened to you, morons? Sort them out, mate. Fucking get them. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, fucking yeah. morons on the left, where they're completely fucking different than they were. They're, they're, they're rooting for the same shit they were just shitting on fucking two years ago. Yeah. Oh, and it, it happens definitely on the right, too. Oh, it's like man. this is the exact... Yeah. Is the perfect example of of that psyop that's being done on the entire population. Psyop. It happens on the right too. Like it's just yeah. Yeah. whatever um, agenda that they want to achieve from the time. When I when I say they, I'm talking about those who have infiltrated high levels of government 
from various secret societies who have created a organized crime syndicate who can push an agenda based on a very small amount of people at the very top who get to decide yeah. how they want to direct societies. It's like, you know, it happens on both sides. It's the left and the right. And then they just pivot depending on which side they need to get more pissed off and aggravated. Um, all while like creating this giant misinformation agenda that either side will agree to. Like, it, like we were talking about uh, not long ago with Elon Musk. Elon Musk is now suddenly the savior of the right. Oh, yes. He's talking about putting chips in people's fucking brains, right? <laughs> he's talking about, like, you know, making a neural link that will connect everyone to each other. And the, the rights, <laughs> and the rights, like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm so glad he bought Twitter because of free speech. I'm so glad, he, like, they just ignore oh, everything so else. Yeah, point. like, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. And it's so it's so wild to see that the the general population hasn't picked up on this that they're being used as like chess pieces. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's even funnier? And we'll even toss in with Eric uh, constantly in our lives. He he made it. He made it. He made a good uh, a good add on to this, basically. And then also, you know, you know, I guess when I was talking about how fucking society has flip flopped. You can go back to World War II. Uh, the Nazis were the bad guys, but yet now we're uh, we're supporting Azov and the Nazis in Ukraine. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like where it, people don't even realize how fucking retarded they are. Or we fought against the Nazis in World War II, and then brought all of them back over here to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, now yeah. We're supporting yeah. The ones fucking hypocrites, mate. Hypocrites. <laughs> Yeah, we're sending them everything. We we're, we're we're getting fucked with inflation and gas and fucking. Uh, you go into the supermarket, you're getting half of what you used to get for a fucking higher price. That that's okay, but we got to keep sending them billions of. We got to keep sending a Nazi battalion billions of dollars in weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, um, that's it. Okay. Works out well, doesn't it? Yeah, Balance. because if, if we don't send them that, our gas will fucking go up more. And somehow it's, it's amazing in that I never realized how dependent the United States was on that fucking Ukraine. Yeah. You know, it's like the size of a fucking shoe compared to the, in the United States. And it's yeah. Do you, know, do you know what was quite laughable about that as well? Uh, is the, the sanctions. Now, these um, the, the, these Russian billionaires, did they really get sanctioned? Because if anything, we're the ones who've been fucked over. I think so. No, because there is even, I remember I had somebody on, but they were even saying that I think there's certain things with uh, Ukraine and Russia that still financially, they have not kept ties with each other. So they're like, how real is this anyway? Yeah. Like, they still, like, like you know, they're like even still share, I think, like an underwater cable that's used for like, you know, whatever, the internet or whatever the fuck. Really? Like, yeah, they share, like you would think if, if all right, if, if we were really at war, like wouldn't one of us maybe have cut it or said fuck you and did something? Like they do have this, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how, yeah, how yeah, can you right. really be at each other if you're still dealing financially in certain things and still, you know, just come on. So yeah. the whole problem with the whole Nazi Bullshit, man. once Nazis involved, it's occult magic, so you don't know what the fuck's real or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is real and what what isn't yeah, going on over there? Looks like Lux was the first one to notice it. I've seen so far, at least, uh, CNN, Fox News, and MSNBC. All three of them has used the Azov Battalion 
fucking footage showing us what's going on in Ukraine. The Nazis are showing us on our news what's going on in Ukraine. Oh, 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 it's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was show. <laughs> we got the mother, we got the bad guys letting us know what's going on over there. <laughs> I mean, and if you think about it too, they're always the ones like showing you like things getting blown up, like tanks or helicopters. You really think about it, they're really just you know Nazis showing us people getting killed. <laughs> yeah, and then like you, you, really you think about it, you look at all the the crazy connections between Joe Biden, the current president, and Ukraine, Burisma, and all that shit, and it's like suddenly people have totally forgotten about that. How that could maybe play a, a role in this whole thing? Like, yeah, we live in an yeah. upside down crazy world, my friends. It's this is it, it's certainly upside down. Times, yeah. I know people say as above, so below, but fucking hell, I think this is just <laughs> test to the test. <laughs> That's sideways too. <laughs> mm-hmm. As above, so below, and sideways. Yep. Fucking hell. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, before I, because I do have to get going soon, but there was a couple of questions in here. I don't. I, Ended up skipping over them, but uh, uh, question for General Lee, New York and oh. Lux. Do you think? Uh oh, uh, hmm, I already started reading it. Uh, do you think anyone? And uh, you know, honestly, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with this. Uh, do you think anyone in the alt media? Oh, in the alt media. I'm sorry. I thought I'm reading it as I'm stoned. Alt media united. I was like, oh, this is a touch of subject. <laughs> but I'm thinking I'm... Uh, a question for generally New York and Lux. Do you think anyone in the old media is putting out real information on anything ATIP related as it, or is it all mythology bullshit? Um, uh, that's a little bit easier question because I thought for some reason, I don't know, maybe my mind was somewhere on old media before and I'm thinking that's what it was. But... Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't, I mean, in my opinion, I think people that are forerunners of ATIP are telling bullshit. They're still not showing enough or talking enough. Yeah. They're not, yeah. I don't think, uh, and not patting ourselves on the back, but I think, like, you, if you were to go listen to our last episode of Skinwalker Ranch, you'd get more out of that than listening to the fucking 30 hours of jerk off Lou Elizondo. So, I mean, you know, go listen to Lux <laughs> yeah. for yeah. 45 minutes, talk about ATIP. You'll hear more truth than that fucking moron. Yeah, um, I mean, you, you, you're, you two are the, the, you know, the experts on, on this. I mean, I'm, I'm just well, um, so experts. We're just trying to what we find. That's the whole fucking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. We're just truthful. We don't. We um, don't like, oh, let's take this and make our own little bullshit story and sell it. Let's do it. I'm truly fascinated by it. I, I mean, the documentation she sent me uh, looks incredible. Um, I, and what I'm going to try and do is see what I can actually attach, you know, for show notes, see if I can get at least some of it. Um, I mean, when, you know, the, the episode, the roundtable we did last week, I want to try and incorporate, <clears throat> excuse me, incorporate some lines in the show notes, you know, some images at least try to. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, if, you, if you want to kind of, you know, maybe to help answer that question, I have maybe like four or five slides I can show real fast that can kind of help to. Um, yeah, you should pull an- those up and I can ask. Please, that would be brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Answer, answer that question because I have not, and I'm sure there are other people out there who are, who are talking about this. 
I have not seen anybody else cover it. And, um, you know, hopefully more people will. But, um, yeah, the, these documents give a deep understanding how they know uh, that the U.S. government and its associated agencies know uh, real magic, how it can be used, and it's being deployed to the public so that yeah. they can be totally manipulated. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I think there are some people out there who are telling the truth about it, but I, I don't know if it's many. Yeah. No, um, I mean... It Oh, and there's another uh, real quick, if you don't mind, why why Lush is trying to pull this stuff up. And uh, Eric, this is another question from Eric. Um, and I just find it interesting. I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember who it was just on. If it was the last, I think it was today. I don't know if it was with you earlier, Lee, or this is my actual third show for the day. Uh, someone did mention Legend, Stephen. mate. I, someone did mention Stephen Greer earlier. So I found this question with yeah. Eric bringing up Stephen Greer again, and maybe he bringing it up because he listened earlier too i have no idea uh if you listen to stephen greer he calls much of this stuff special access projects i would assume that mormons have a large piece of the pie with things under the atip umbrella would you agree yeah. um yeah i'm trying to I, think of like with the point of stephen greer uh eric why you mentioned that. evidently i, I guess because say. of the stuff that he says uh, special access projects but uh I even question Stephen Greer myself anyway. <laughs> yeah, these uh, the special access projects. Greer and Steer. Yeah, they're they're often called majestic, uh, majestic, majestic project. Yeah, or majestic twelve projects. Majestic um, twelve. In the United States, there's a um, a certain degree, like different degrees of security. You have secret, top secret. And then at the very top, you have something called Majestic and Majestic 12. And um, some of the, the stuff that, of course, we will never see is withheld for those top, 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 top secret uh, clearances known as Majestic 12. Brilliant, mate. It's th things like this, uh, that, that kind of information, uh, this is what, what, what we should know. Uh, right. And if it wasn't for the likes of yourselves sharing it, People wouldn't know. Brilliant. Thanks, folks. Oh, shit. No oh, problem, my friend. There you go. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to do something else. Oh, no worries. So, uh, so hopefully everybody can see this here. Um, Lee, can you see this? Yeah, I want to talk before actually, you know, like when I was doing it uh, last week, and I can zoom in that way, mate, and get a lot. Yeah, it's much better doing it that way. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if anybody, if anybody's using a phone, uh, like tilt your phone, you know, like as if you're watching a video or something, and you can actually oh, yeah, zoom yeah, in. Oh yeah, see the screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, yeah, and again, uh, we can um, put these all down in the description and stuff like that. Uh, this is sort of like where we left off last time. This is talking about how they're able to use DNA-based computers, a.k.a. humans who have been sort of chipped um, or some type of like uh, injection or something that turns their DNA into a computer. And again, this is the same thing that I said last week. 
this is crazy as shit to me. And if you would have asked me two months ago if I thought this was real, I would have said no. Because I really don't, I, I don't try to jump to the hardcore conspiracy things right away. I, I need to see a lot of proof before yeah, I accept yeah. it to be real. And this is talking about how they could take these DNA-based devices, which will be essential space exploration tools, um, how they have presented introduction into quantum computing and the technologies that comprise the current state of the art. In the 10 to 20 year horizon, we will see optical and DNA-based computers realized on small production scales, but the readiness level for space travel will be lacking. Over the 40-year horizon, four major advances in space-ready technology will be seen. Devices developed for optical, optical, optical computing will be allowed, and a optical computer um, to roll in hybrid design of space-based quantum computing. DNA, wow. DNA devices will perform simple uh, distributed sensor data analysis. Here it talks about the sort of like the graphene oxide stuff we were talking about last week. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is uh, more or less what they'll use to create a, a more or less like a, a bioautomaton. And that's not even my words. That's what they're describing it as. <laughs> yeah it is and um let's see what else we have here <clears throat> it was it was a recent 1998 classified until 2006 and controlled document secret no form not to be disseminated to u.s allies nato or physically even being taken outside the united states except to secure u.s embassy military attache facilities. It was a unit in the Intelligence and Security Command, INSOM. Again, see how they always change the name? Yeah. The U.S. Army analytical element responsible for a coordinated national intelligence community um, assessments of military threat potentials based on current known worldwide, including U.S. for benchmark research. So, what's important Thanks here is research. Thanks, well, mate. <laughs> what's important here about this is that they're talking about how this was deeply classified for a very long time. Because what we're about to get into is how they are very knowledgeable about how to use certain frequencies to influence people and their entire behavior. Okay, so. It talks about here how there was this certain person who came forward. This was a random guy who came forward and he was like, dude, I'm having thoughts and actions that are not my own. And I don't know why this is happening. Um, again, people, if they want to go deep into the entire documents, they can. A guy came forward. He was complaining. He was having headaches, these visions, these impulses and thoughts that were not his own. And they came out and said, you know what? Actually, this guy's not crazy. We actually have been doing it to him, but we're going to make him think that this is crazy. We're going to make him think that this is not real, but it actually is real. And uh, we're going to sort of like talk about this behind closed doors because they can uh, examples of systems, the income analysis described as real and potential 
include precisely those asserted by good observers and victims of injury consistent with uh, near-field RF, EM, and IEMR thermal, infrasonic, and coherent light laser effects. Okay, so microwave communication, hearing, localized heating, CO2 laser communication, hearing, ability to install fear secondary to above, including which uh, use of messaging and RF carrier waves modulated intracranial voices That's crazy. through thorough, whatever that fucking word is, expansion of um, intracranial spaces at five kilohertz. Ability to direct thermal effects, including direct pain, etheria, and second-degree burns. Ability to cause frontal temporal headaches with millimeter waves, pulses of RF to disorient or to disorient and to destabilize muscular coordination. And at this frequency of 40 joules slash centimeters of the microsecond duration pulses will cause thermostatic expansion in the brain. Okay, and uh, cochlear microphonics for hearing sensation at 0.5 slash 32 micro pulse uh, widths per pulse, thereas near 20 joules or centimeters. What this causes is loss of conscious, spasms, uh, muscular weakness, um, well, totally loss of consciousness, increase of body core temperature. Okay. Uh, this goes on and on. They're talking about how that they can use these different frequencies to make you hear, think, feel, and react to something that might not even be there. These are just things that are manipulating your brain and your DNA to create a response based on a certain frequency. Now, here's where it gets really funny to me. At the very bottom here, it says simple shielding, including tinfoil hats. Ah. <laughs> uh, coincidence? Coincidence? Uh, thought that was pretty funny, yeah. You know what's funny is that you know, when we get into the Mormons, talking about tinfoil hats and a lot of bees going on. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Sounds very triplish. <laughs> yeah, <Not> really. Swarm of foil hats. Weird, because if you look back just a couple slides before that, you'll see exactly what NY is talking about the way that they built this technology. The hive mind. The hive mind. Yeah. There you see the, the, the different, uh, the beehive construction of the DNA and the design of the DNA origami. And, uh, of course, occult symbols down here, which we covered last week. But essentially, yes, bringing you into a hive mind so that you are now programmed to, base, based on whatever these different frequencies want to communicate to you. This shit is fucking nuts. Um Thus, uh, it's real, mate. It's real. It's, it's very real. Uh, people yeah, need yeah. to realize how real it is. You know how, like, sometimes people say that they think that, like, maybe some of these shootings or, you know, whatever, they could be, like, MK-Ultra and people are getting triggered? 
you know, maybe like certain things, you know, certain things that to trigger a person to go out and start doing crazy shit and don't even realize what they're doing. Maybe, maybe that's what that whole fucking hey swarm thing. That whole thing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe eventually in the future, one day when Sam gets on the mic and says that, all his little fucking cult members are gonna snap. <laughs> start shooting up. <laughs> I mean. Dude, yeah, and this is it's exactly is like turn on. <laughs> they all like turn on together and swarm uh, Alex Jones like headquarters <laughs> together. Well, that's probably the magus for them. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's above Tripoli when it comes to that shit. Right. He's like, we gotta take over his fucking hive. This has gotta be ours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but here it's talking about how the the brain is, you know, a, an RF antenna and that they're able to do all of this crazy programming with energy absorption, purple 16 uh, joules, you know. So thus the character of the perceived sound, a.k.a. A human, can be used to uh, accurately back calculate the emitter characteristics, thus Many thousands of human experiments over, over the above ranges have been consistent and repeatable. So they're talking about how they've got this down to a science. They, they figured it out. They know how to, to make us do what they want when they want. Wasn't there stuff that we even came up that we came across before we even got the A tip that like somehow like was or maybe it was an A tip. Wasn't there something even using paranormal effects as a weapon? Yep. I was like, yo, that's fucking. That's like. That's some that's crazy, that mate. That's like some mind fuck shit right there. It is. Yeah. Like, like, like fucking people over. Fucking the poltergeist movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Fucking, fucking dolls comes off your rocking shit. house. <laughs> and you can see here that they're talking about how they know about these uh, temporal lobes as this like apparatus that they can use to manipulate the human mind. They knew about this in 1961. <laughs> To imagine how far they've gotten onto it. I have other documents. Maybe I can go even like into them next week. <laughs> yeah. About oh, how each, sure, mate. I'd love to. each specific frequency that they have calculated and narrowed down can make you do a specific thing. They can give you a headache. They can make you depressed. They can make you sick. They can make you sad. They can make you shit your pants. They can oh, make man. you do yeah, tons of things good. that you would never... Um, do naturally, but but based on manipulation, they can do it. I gotta find Great. out the fucking hurts for uh, shitting the pants. Yes, again, disclaimer. Yeah. Put it into our <laughs> intro. <laughs> oh, it'd be great for the people driving. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> yeah. up. That is um, beyond fascination. That we need to get like this frequency for pants shitting. Just kidding, guys. We would we would never oh, do that no, to no, our no, listeners. Fucking, I would. No. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Just a joke. If this is a little bit of light attitude. We could do a swap cast with all media. You give them. You give, them, you give everybody. You give everybody a warning. Like before yeah. you continue to listen to this, make sure you're sitting on the toilet right now. Uh, uh, do a, a swap cast with alt media. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke, that. Yeah. 
Ask, ask Mark to come on your show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I do, unfortunately. Uh, Lutz, did, did you want to show this and show anything else before I have to get going? I, did you actually, did you, how did you join the StreamYard? Did you join in your own or did you use the link? Um, I used the link, but I actually have oh. to go too soon. So. Oh, okay. all right. Because I was going to say I could leave and you, if you just jumped in, you could keep running it until you have to go. But No, I'm going to have to run uh, too. It's getting late right. now. Tomorrow's <laughs> my uh, wife's <laughs> birthday, so. That's, oh, oh, fucking, I can't thank you enough. Fucking incredible. Uh, that always is anyway when we uh, when we cover anything. But yeah, I had a good time. Good laughs and good really, Yeah, brilliant. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately and I, I do like, I, I know we joke around a lot, me and Lux and you, especially like we all had a bunch of laughs, but like if this stuff is true, or let's say even if it's just a theory and people are trying to work at it being true, this stuff is actually, in my opinion, rather serious and fucked up. Yeah. It's as serious as it comes. It's, um, I, I, I mean, like I said, I, I'm no expert, like I said at the beginning, but, you know, CERN, what's the difference? You know, I know there's a difference, but... They're fucking about with stuff here, and um, most likely I've not got a fucking clue. Yeah, I've often wondered, like, is like, uh, is CERN is like what's going on at Skinwalker Ranch a natural version? Of it? Yes, yes, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we look at all this crazy stuff with frequencies and everything. I, I, like, just real quick, personally for myself, I like woke up this morning. I turned on some of the uh, different news outlets and i immediately got pissed off and upset and i was like jesus christ like this is how they're using these frequencies and this is a deeply occult magical concept that frequency and vibration is key to the way that everything operates yeah. and it was like god damn like i'm not even out of it like i still get triggered by some of this shit so you know we are no experts by any stretch of the, of the means it's just we're just figuring out this this shit the same way everybody else is and just trying to give it out in a, in a way that makes sense um, to help, at least, you know? Yeah. Um, that's what it's all about, mate. And it's trying to get as much truth as we can. Sure. Yes. Well, thank you very much for having me on again, Lee. Oh, mate. Second time getting uh, Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> fascinating. It always is fascinating. Either. Thank you. I said your phone didn't die either this time. No, no, no. I'm on. I'll tell you what I'm on, though. I'm on 23%. <laughs> no matter what, this is ending soon anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Thank you very much. Do you want to yeah. let everybody know they can get hold of you, please, uh, NYP? All right, for for my show, the NY Patriot, uh, you can find me on BitChute Rumble uh, here on Tour and More if you're catching it live now or that. That's like the YouTube channel for uh, my show, Lux's show, and the Occult Rejects. You can find it on there and all major podcasts. Uh, Lux, if you want, you can promote your stuff and uh, the Occult Rejects. Yeah, got tons of stuff that uh, I've got in the works for uh, my podcast, which is the Lux Rising podcast. Unfortunately, this last couple of months has been crazy as fucking shit. And it's taken away a lot of my time from being able to uh, uh, produce new content, but it's definitely coming. 
So uh, sorry to everybody who uh, is subscribed and listening. Trust me, it's coming. It's just um, you don't need to apologize, mate. You don't just, need to apologize. Jesus Christ! I, I, at some point, like because of how much crazy stuff is happening, I don't. It feels like you know uh, the information and the stuff, the content is um, it's meant to come out, but feels like I'm I'm kind of like facing a barrier a bit, but. Don't worry, it's 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 coming out, and of course you can always check out our awesome content for the Occult Rejects, and uh, love everybody who listens. We got a couple new series in the works. It's going to be badass. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Thank sure. you for everybody who's Cannot listening. Wait for that. Really, cannot wait. I actually feel like we have too many ideas now to actually <laughs> the Occult Rejects. So I guess that's a, that's a good thing. We probably definitely be busy for for a while. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely some good stuff coming out too. That me and Lux, uh, that I mean, I, I don't want to jinx it because I do think it will also be something in some ways that we're going to show it kind of not hot off the presses, but I, I you really haven't heard much about it, and it's only been a little bit here and there from a few places. I think when we cover it, it will be actually kind of like a hot topic, not, not to Damn. like you know, chase it. We're, tra- we're chasing a story here, but uh, it will be something that I think when we show certain connections, definitely will be like, oh, de- definitely new for anything that's ever been covered on this as well. Let, let's face it, lads. Uh, you've always been trendsetters, the occult rejects. Always. Trying to. Yeah, thank you. Um, setting the standards for us to follow. And, and none, no, nobody comes close. Nobody. Thank you, brother. And that's, we, because, uh, and that's honestly because I think me and Lux just love doing it, so it comes out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's tell, mate. Yeah, really, you have to love doing it. And I, I would yeah. rather spend two, three hours doing research and stuff for the occult rejects than for my own podcast. Like, yeah, yeah I, care, I, I, care, <laughs> I care about my own pot, but I would rather have this <laughs> that time spent to like actually produce good shit for the occult rejects. So. Yeah, I yeah, find myself and I'm like, fuck, I booked myself too much. I'm like, I really need that. There's just times where I find myself the same thing. It's like, mm-hmm. I love doing my show. Believe me, I do it because it's like I get to have people come on. Really, like, I honestly don't listen to many shows anymore. For me, it's like if I want to listen to a show, I'll just have the guest on and listen to them on my show. But uh, yeah. there's even times where I do, and unfortunately, just because I'm not paying attention when I make dates, I don't, you know, like, I realize I even overbook myself and I find, like, Fuck, like I'm, I'm in, you know, going a little bit too much with my show and kind of losing the occult rejects. And I'm like, fuck, but that's like what I really love doing to where right. I'll even find like, fuck, I'm a kind of pulling myself even away from what I really love doing with my own show. Yeah, it's fucking tough to explain, but I don't yeah. Know. And, and I mean, hopefully everybody tunes in. Uh, hopefully you pick up on the vibe that we're really passionate about this. It's, it's not, this is, yeah, it's, it's, some people would classify it as a hobby, I guess, but that's definitely yeah. not what it is in my mind. And I'm sure not to New York Patriot. We're extremely passionate about this. Um, just trying to be sort of like the Paul Revere yeah. of, of these occult subjects because it's desperate times. Um, and we're just trying to get the info out as much as possible, as fast as possible. So, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah so that's well, where you can find all this stuff. And thank you. Um, it has been a true honor, gentlemen, always. And looks if you're and then YP, if next week, if um, if you're available, we could, if you you know, 
Yeah, if you I know, can miss- come back on, I'll definitely jump back on again for sure. If I can. What a- sure. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you, Lee, as well. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I had a good time. You know, I got to post yeah. yeah. of my point. You had some laughs and we had to talk some Yeah, laughs. yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, buddy. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go. So I guess yeah. uh, until Thanks the next one, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> nice one, mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> see you later, buddy. All right. Nice one, mate.